Y'all ready for this? BMM Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the Bad Movie Night Podcast. This is very good. Yeah, you know. Just start every show out now with some Jock Jams. Jock Jams makes everything better. It's true. This is episode 47 of the Bad Movie Night Podcast. I am Aaron Vaccaro, and with me, as always... Always here... Never will leave, Nosley. <laughs> only sad, always depressed, Jeff. Glingle, glingle. All right. On today's episode of the podcast, we are going to be reviewing the Netflix-produced Adam Sandler vehicle, his second of his exclusive Netflix movie pack, uh, which is the the film, and I use film in air quotes, the film... The film... The Do-Over, starring Adam Sandler and one David Spade. <laughs> but before that... The individual known as David Spade. <laughs> before that, uh, we wanted to kind of take some time to talk about the Netflix machine. Um, because it, it really is a machine at this point. And I think a lot of us are kind of kept in the dark about exactly how Netflix is doing what it's doing. How it even so. works. Like, I don't really quite understand. How do they get the videos to us? <laughs> mm, science. Uh, so we're going to talk, we're going we're gonna to deconstruct the Netflix machine and go in a little bit of detail about, uh, you know, how they're able to sustain this business model, how, um, you know, like, if it's profitable, how many people are, you know, are we ever going to know how many people are watching anything on Netflix? Because they never release any of those numbers. So we'll, we'll have a, a discussion regarding that. But first, if you want to contact us, please feel free to email us at podcast at badmovienight.com. That's N-I-T-E dot com. And you can follow us on Twitter at badmovienight.com or on Facebook at facebook.com slash badmovienight.com. All right. N-I-T-E. Did you already emphasize yeah, that? Probably. I don't know if you made that clear. <laughs> it's so just like automatically comes out of my mouth. I don't even know what I'm saying. True. Uh, what has anyone seen in movies? You do movies? <laughs> has anyone done movies lately? <laughs> We're so tired. Um, <sighs> no. <laughs> oh, cool. Well... We're off to a good start. Okay, bye. <laughs> how, about, how about Jeff? You seen anything? Are you just looking for a movie on the internet? That you can oh, yeah. The only thing I watched, rewatched recently was um, shit. Uh, Batteries not included. Oh, I just rewatched that recently. I still own my VHS copy of oh Batteries God, not included. Amazing. I don't know the um, VCR sadly anymore, but it. It holds up. Yeah, it does be nice. slightly. Yeah, it, it's cute. It holds up in the same way Cocoon holds up. Sure. Yeah. I mean, a movie of old people. Old people in the eighties. Old um, people and aliens. Yeah. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, <laughs> it tugs at the heartstrings. It really does. It's really cute. It's short. God yeah. bless the eighties. They a made short movies. Hugh Cronin. Hugh Cronin. Uh, Hugh, like, or no, Hugh Crone. Cronin. I think Cronin. I don't know. Um, uh. Batteries not included. Oh yeah, the one like the little like alien that machines that mm-hmm. plug into the wall, and um, you got your uh, classic late '80s tale of like old New York trying to maintain the, it and the mm-hmm. big bad yeah, business, business. Yeah. trying Coming to come in. develop yep. new high rises. Was yeah. Jessica Tandy in that one too? Or yes. Yeah. Okay. Touches upon Alzheimer's, which yeah. I didn't realize she when I was that younger. The Mexican guys like her son. Oh, that's right. right. That's right. It was a touchy movie. It is touching. Yeah. Big black guy who's like quiet, a mute, except yeah. when it comes to like, oh, commercials. Oh, that's right. Is he the dude with the mustache? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he popped up. He was like, and he's yeah. he was trying like to a... fix them. He helps them. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's a, like he he. Build stuff. Build stuff, yeah. and then, but like it got oh, all right. broken. Because the great line, GE, you bring good things to life. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Did you watch this movie recently? I've <laughs> seen it many times when I was a kid. Yeah, that was yeah. one of those ones that was in pretty heavy rotation. It was on Netflix, speaking of which, because we couldn't find anything else to watch. Oh, so. nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Jeff? Seen anything? Yes, actually. And it leads into, um, I think, what's going to happen next podcast for us. Oh, um, yeah. Journey to the West. Spoiler oh, yeah. alert. Uh, I. I a friend of mine told me to watch this. It's I don't know if you're familiar with the the story of the Monkey King. It's kind of like what Dragon Ball is based off of, like the 
the idea that there's like a monkey king who was like a boy or like and he, he has like a bow. It's basically like Goku, the story of Goku. Okay. And this is kind of... I don't understand any of the words that are coming out of your mouth right <laughs> nope, now. Okay. not a one. So basically there's these demons and there are these demon hunters and it follows this one demon hunter who who chooses rather than to kill the demons, he believes there's good in them, and so he tries to lull them using nursery rhymes to, to kind of okay. get the good out of them. And so it's his journey. He's, he's joined with other demon hunters, and it goes along. It tells the the, the legendary tale. As this is like a Chinese and ja- I think it's, it's a Japanese movie, but it's a Chinese... Uh, Tale? I could be wrong there. I think I know it's well, definitely. Is it live it's action? Or live action. Yeah, it's live action with some CGI. Journey to the West. Um, I feel like, I've... and it's actually pretty good. Pretty, it definitely has that. It borders on the um, kung fu hustle kind of vibe. Like, oh, cool! Definitely, is definitely. It, is it Stephen Chow or no? No, no, no. It kind of it, it has like that. Maybe not kung fu hustle. More like um, Shaolin soccer. No, it's kung fu hustle. Yeah. Fun, like yes, musical numbers and people doing kung fu and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Not too it's far. Tongue that. in cheek, definitely tongue in cheek. And there's yeah. some funny moments, uh, but it definitely tries to tell the tale. It's really good. Um, was, was this the one that like made like? Oh, it is. It is Stephen Chow. Oh, it is. Yeah, he, he wrote and directed it. Yeah. Um, yeah, this made like gobs of money in China. When it, mm-hmm. I mean, and I think all his movies do. He's 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 like China's number one director. I think. Yeah, and this came out in 2000. Oh, he's also an actor, too. Huh. Yeah, he's in he's in Kung Fu Hustle and Shaolin Soccer. Right, he's yeah. in, I think he's in all his movies. So, yeah. Uh, he fancies himself kind of like the Chinese Charlie Chaplin, if you will. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 <laughs> China, China Chaplin. <laughs> it's, it's funny, and then it kind of gets it a little serious toward the end, but it's good. It's definitely worth watching. It's enjoyable. All right, fair enough. I didn't actually... Watch a whole movie. Oh, um, but I did watch. I did watch a, a pilot. Oh, uh-huh. uh huh. One of the new Amazon pilots. You know, they put up pilots to vote on. You know, they like let people vote on them. No, uh, this, this is the thing. That, I don't have is this like Prime. only like cool inside people get? Or is no. <laughs> if you if you have, I think if you, I don't even know if you need Amazon Prime to watch them. I think oh. they put the pilots that they've shot. They put they put up for nom or they voting essentially. So they let the public have a certain say on which ones out of like the four or five pilots that they've shot people want to see. And you can you know say yay or nay, and oh. then it, it's not a like a huge deciding factor in their final decision, but it it supposedly plays a role. So interesting. I uh, I watch one in particular that I think is fitting for the Bad Movie Night podcast because. It's uh, it's called Jean Claude Van Johnson, <laughs> and it stars the one and only Jean Claude Van Damme. Ooh, and he plays kind of like in JCVD. He kind of plays a shell of him, his, his real life self. Okay, so he is, uh, you know, he's kind of like a former action star who's down on his luck, and you know, is very rich, but is just not fulfilled his soul is his soul is missing something <laughs> and um he crosses path with a crosses paths with a forgotten love and you know he wants to get her back but she's like no and then you learn that where they met is because they were both part of this CIA assassin program oh. and so Jean-Claude Van Johnson is his like codename so his, his <laughs> alias is Johnson and so he goes on you know he goes on different sets and he acts in movies but then he's also if he's in like Bulgaria for a movie he's also there to kill some like drug lord or something mm-hmm. so it's like okay. taking his movie persona out in a real life and he actually has to like kick kick he's these guys black. asses and it's like but it, it's it's a dark comedy and it's very like you know, tongue in cheek and very much geared for the cult right. movie audience, and it was actually pretty fun. I don't, I don't know if it's going to win. I don't know if there is a sustainable series in there. Right. But uh, for for you know a half hour, it was pretty, and he was really good. He, the guy was really good at kind of poking fun at himself. Yeah. I mean, you have to I kind think of he got over that. himself for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think he's he's you know I think he realized that. He can't. He can't live on that glory forever. Right. And you know, people do age and they get old. And rather than fight, you know, fight against that, like Stallone or something, he's you know, he kind of embraces it and kind of pokes fun at it. So yeah. um, I definitely think it's it's uh, worth worth a half hour. And it's going to be on Amazon if it wins, or it's if like it wins, yeah, it'll go to series. Oh. And it'll be an, an Am- one of the new Amazon original series. But interesting. Yeah, they yeah they've been when doing in this doubt, for, for JCVD, man. That's, that's how I feel. <laughs> JCVD for president. Uh, all right, so let's 
So let's talk about Netflix, shall we? Let's do it. Um, so I found an interesting list of 80 amazing facts about Netflix, and we're going to go through all 80 of Every single no, one. Let's do it. Uh, so... For those not familiar with Netflix, who the fuck are you? How do you exist in this world? <laughs> Why are you even listening to iTunes? <laughs> uh, so Netflix was a company that started back in 1997 and originally started out... Has it been that long? Yeah, 97 is when is when Netflix was founded. Interesting. Okay. And fact number one. Fact number one. <laughs> they started out as a strictly a DVD mailing service, so you would pay $8 a month. Uh, or, you know, 11 or $12 a month, depending on how many DVDs you wanted to get sent to your house at a time. you get it sent to your house, you'd watch it, put it back in the envelope, seal it up, send it back. Or it would just sit on your coffee table for seven months, yep. and you'd never watch it, and they're just collecting their $8 every month, <laughs> which is what happened to most people. Uh, and that's how it existed for about, you know, I think five, six years until they introduced their digital streaming option, and then they had both. Mm-hmm. Where you could, you know, you were able to, for the same price, you were able to watch the certain select titles they had streaming through their website, in addition to the DVDs you were you were getting in the mail. And then at a certain point, I think around like 2009, 2010, they said, okay, party's over, we're splitting up the services, you can either... You can either pay for just the disc that gets sent home, just the streaming, or both. And um, I remember when that happened, I, for one, thought it was a really dumb move. When they split the company. When they split, I was pissed. Yes. And I I was like, I've been with you guys since almost the beginning, and now you're going to, you know, you dick over your... Your long-standing customers like I'm going to leave. I never left, um, but I, but I didn't do both. I only I switched to the only streaming op, the streaming only option, mm-hmm. and I thought for sure that was this was kind of going to be their downfall. But boy, oh boy, was I wrong because <laughs> it actually because people are well, lazy. No, but they they realized their mistake very very quickly and they apologized about the split of the companies. They realized that what they I literally said they were it was a bad idea. We apologized and then they kind of kept it together. Right. And then they also, I think, kind of gave people some kind of discount or the contract, but also the extended contracts for um, digital only for a certain amount of time and DVDs. So they realized their mistake real quick because they knew they were going to fucking lose half, literally half, half your company. Right, right. Um, and then there was a there was a turning point at some point where because their their IPO their their stock market you know IPO went went on the market in 2002 but it really didn't shoot up until I feel like until close to the, they started putting original content out or they were announcing they were going to start putting original content out and that's when their 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 uh, their stock on the stock market just skyrocketed and made them the kind of be all end all in the world of Streaming, streaming yeah. and it led to them basically killing, putting the death nail in Blockbuster's coffin, and sadly enough, um, Hollywood video, probably. all yeah, all oh, Hollywood video, video as well, yeah, and, and they became the go-to. Um, so as of right now, Netflix has eighty-three million subscribers worldwide. That's including streaming and. Uh, that's everything. So okay. depending on whatever plan you have, that's you're one of those. Can I ask million. something about the? Netflix DVD rental, is it all move, like all new releases, all stuff like that, or the, is it the, the same? tangible ones? And yeah. The, oh yeah, no, you can get any movie that's just come out on DVD. It's it's a but much can better. You also selection. get like can you because my biggest issue with there not being any video stores anymore is like sometimes I just want to rent like an old movie that I haven't seen in like a really long like some obscure, obscure title. Yeah. Can you do that on Netflix? If like, it's not on the streaming one, to, you, you can. I, I'm pretty certain they have it in a, in a physical copy. Okay, yeah. Okay. So, like, any movie I ever want to watch... Yeah, because I remember... would have been at, like, a video store. I could I, find I remember building place. building my queue on Netflix mm-hmm. when I had the, the, the ones <laughs> that get sent in the mail, and there were just all these random okay. movies. No, I, I never got to yeah. them. I'd be like, oh, I'm, like, I'm, yeah. And then now I go through my, my streaming queue. I was like, I don't want to watch any of these. Yeah, none. Yeah. It takes me forever to find something <laughs> to watch. Why I watch Batteries Not Included, a movie I watched 20 years ago. I always... <laughs> and it, almost 30 years ago. Netflix won't do it now, but I thought before they kind of started developing their own content... I thought they would have behooved them to create like a premium, a premium <laughs> digital Netflix account, which gives you access to those new releases. Because I would have paid an extra yeah. four or five dollars a month if you tell me I can get new releases. Like, yeah, and sure. like on demand, like you pay seven dollars yeah. for a movie. Like I don't want to spend seven dollars on a movie. Like exactly. even though it's much cheaper than going to the theater, right. but like 
Right yeah, now. and they, now they're so beyond that. Now, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm wondering if it's going to come to the point now where they stop getting, uh, you know, they're not their own content and stop stop buying like old movies and and you know, I guess making contracts for other movies and start just 100 percent focusing on their on original content. Yeah. If they're gonna if they're gonna split again and have like a Netflix originals oh. Netflix and then just Netflix whatever. Because you know they're Don't thinking give them it, any ideas. You know what I mean? Have. Like it's another way to compartmentalize and focus and I guess make, make more their, money. Make more money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they are having a a good amount of luck, like buying catalogs of old shows, especially like for example, like Gilmore Girls. You know, mm-hmm. and they license the Gilmore Girls because they're going to do a Gilmore Girls spinoff. Yeah. They you know they license Gilmore Girls and have that on their thing, so they kind of build the mm-hmm. fervor. So when the new Gilmore Girls spinoff movie comes out or oh my gosh. reboot oh. movie or whatever it is, that you know there'll be there'll be a windfall of people. Yeah. I guess excited to watch it. People are excited. People sure. people are pumped, but. I don't. I don't know who, but it's the same are. people who probably love like. Well, you're. Are you a big Buffy fan? Not really. Okay, they're the yeah the big Buffy fans. Like, I try to get into Buffy. Who, I just who are those people? So a few of the other uh, interesting facts of note. So this is and this comes from um, DMR stats. I, I, just some website I found. They could be totally wrong. Sure, it's whatever they say. But uh, <laughs> they uh, in 2015. They they're reporting that um, Netflix users watched approximately forty two and a half billion hours of streaming content. I can buy that. I I might have only contributed about half of that, <laughs> but like, I mean, there's nothing more satisfying than getting home on like a Friday night, like when Orange Is the New Black new season popped up, or but I mean for Stranger Things when it popped oh, up. I mean. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's it's like a feeling of comfort and joy all wrapped into one because you can watch it and just you know you can finish it and or just for the, your just, weekend. Just the lack of commercials in general. And that's has what it has made, over Hulu for sure. Oh yeah, like I mean, I again, I'm just rewatching Thirty Rock, like. Right. And it's just so easy. Like, I could just put it on sometimes when I'm having trouble sleeping. I honestly feel like commercials is what causes insomnia to most people because it's just like you're getting into a rhythm of watching something, right. getting it's into like, the rhythm of storyline. Really yeah. oh, I'm really loud. Oh, and I'm not exactly. The yeah, volume louder. Yep. That pisses me oh. off. That pisses me off, too. Um, no, I, yeah, I totally agree. And, uh, Look, Netflix is responsible for coining the term binge-watching. Yeah. Like, that's something they created. Oh, they did? I oh. mean, they did by by having everything be available to watch at once. Right. Like they, no one else has done that, yeah. You weren't able to do that before Netflix. Like, even if you went to Blockbuster, you're not renting all, like, eight discs of The Sopranos at once. And yeah, and if I had to watch it. a TV show on a DVD, I'd still have to get up, change out the DVD, right. and, like... I'm, Ain't nobody got time for that. Right. It's a lot easier when you're just streaming stuff on Netflix and it just tells you, like, in 20 seconds, the next one's going to start. And you're like, well, okay, then I guess I'm going to sit on my yep. fat ass. <laughs> I guess I can't watching. get up and use the bathroom anymore. <laughs> they do need to turn off that option of, are you still watching? It's oh. kind of poking fun at me. I, I really don't appreciate it. patronizing me. <laughs> like, it's like, come on. Yes, I, don't, still I know I've been here for six or don't seven hours. Don't judge me, goddammit. Like, are you still watching? Do you need to take a shower? I'm like, well, that's just, that <laughs> seems excessive. Don't you have to go to work today, Jeff? Do you hate your life? Is that, is that why you're still watching right now? How's, how's that breakup you're nursing going? Hey, hey, you know the sun's shining outside. Maybe she's just go, maybe go for a walk. It finally stopped raining. Wasn't that your excuse to paralyze? <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, yeah. So you, you want an option where it can turn off the uh, making you feel I'm bad. still here. Uh-huh, yeah. I'm always here. <laughs> and you're always there for me too, Netflix. So let's Thanks, quit. Let's get, there's like, you know. Walking around the issue, we love each other. <laughs> um, so, the, also, according to these, this research, seventy percent of Netflix users have reported to have been watched binge watch a show before, which is that's that's a pretty high number. That you know to think that I mean I don't know what their categorization yeah. is for binge watching, but um, that means you know that, at least probably three hours or more. Like right, I mean, right, I right. Hope. Uh, 30% share their account credentials with oh, yeah. other people. Which they're now starting to, like, try to regulate a little bit more. Right. Which is bullshit. Yeah, but still. I don't think that'll ever happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so those, those are just some of the... I, uh, There's more if you keep going. This one's pretty interesting. Okay. The amount of original content Netflix made in 2015 is 450 hours. 
this year, 600 hours. Wow. So that's 150 hours of additional uh, original content uh, just within one year. So, I mean, let's assume that's going to continue. Yeah, and it's it's crazy. I mean, I feel like every week now there's uh, there's a new Netflix show, whether it's like a kid's show yeah. or a Stranger Things or the new season of Orange is the New Black or like some or like, what, documentary that they like bought yeah, Sunday. Exactly. Of that's trailer the Park Boys. They, they're able to go out and let that look, The Little Prince, which uh-huh. was dropped from, uh, I forget which company's, uh, like they were not going to release yeah, it, and know. they were like, hey, you know, the Netflix people are like, why would you? The movie's done. Yeah, like, it, yeah, yeah. Let it go. Like, yeah. And so they knew they probably didn't have the money. They they bought it. It's on Netflix, and it's probably very good. So I I don't know if this question has ever come to mind for you guys, but like with the amount of original content they're producing now, I have I like I didn't understand how they're able to afford to do this uh-huh. because obviously they don't have advertisers, right? They don't right. have people buying ad time. And there's a finite I like, sure their their subscriber base grows, but I mean, how much can it be possibly growing to counterbalance the amount of original content they're producing? And when you're paying someone like Kevin Spacey five hundred thousand dollars an episode right. of House of Cards it's that that you know that adds up. I mean, they're spending you know millions of dollars on each episode of that show, right? And so, doing a little research, I came to find that uh, Netflix actually took out a four hundred million dollar loan. Wow! Um, back I think in the early to mid two thousands. Specifically, I tried that too. I was denied. <laughs> uh, it might even been the, it might even been closer to like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. It was basically right before they started uh, producing their original content, and it was already when their stock was on the rise. So they had, yeah, they had they had enough of the market share that the banks were like, yeah, we'll we'll front you this money because you clearly are a successful business. We know you're good for it. And they, their whole reasoning was, we're going to take out this $400, $400 million loan so we can, A, create original content and also expand globally. And that's something that obviously, you know, lights up stockholders, you know. That perks makes them, their ears. Yeah, perks their ears. That's what I was looking for. Because <laughs> you hear you're going to expand globally, you know, that's however many hundred million more subscribers you're going to And that's exactly what they did. And that's what they're continuing to do. And uh, hence why they're able to keep expanding. So that loan was a big part of how they were able to kind of get that initial capital to develop uh, these these original programs. And they're really not – they don't make a ton of profit off a Wait, lot so of, then how are they paying off that $400 million loan? They're the kind question. of not. Yeah. So, so – but it's like they're, they're, the bank also isn't collecting at all because – I it, I don't really understand how well, all the financials work, hmm. but they uh, they basically like keep them on the hook, and I'm sure paying some sort of an interest rate or something on it. I see, but it's like they don't have to pay it back on full somehow. Interesting. Um, so it's it's almost like this weird kind of like shell game they have going on, right? So it's not a profitable. It's so the, they're not making yeah, profits. So they're just paying. There's got to be a way for them to make money. Though. Well, how they're making money is they're expanding globally, and they're getting you know people from other countries. To grow their subscriber base, and so that they're making—that's still how they make a majority of their money—is through like their global sense. expansion. Yeah. I mean, they have to because otherwise, you're gonna you're gonna stagnate at a certain point in just U.S. subscribers. Because doesn't matter how many new shows you put on, like you're gonna cap out at a certain point, or you're not gonna grow at the level you need to to off balance the cost of those shows. So yeah, uh, yeah. The point is, they're making a lot of money. And yeah, I mean, they're not making as much money as you think. Interesting, but they're making. <laughs> but they're making. They're making. They're still doing okay. But they're making such a name. They've made such a name for themselves that even if they're maybe not making profit, they're making. They're, right. They're, they're one of the most popular companies in the world, and and they're separating themselves from the pack of other studios because they are they're they're known for kind of being friends of the artists, you know, where they don't they don't bog people down. With notes and try to, you know, mold it into what they want it to be. A lot of, and it's changing now because it's inevitable. You become this major studio conglomerate. You're then all of a sudden going to start getting, you know, your fingers in things more. But in the beginning, you know, people like Kevin Spacey, people like Genji Cohan, those people were drawn to Netflix because they could have creative autonomy to make the show they envision. And Netflix would kind of, you know, for the most part, be kind of hands off and be like, we trust you. 
we know, you know, we trust your vision, you're going to make a great show, and that's what we've seen over the, you know, the last decade of them making a lot of really great quality programs yeah. that have now, you know, are, are getting a lot of prestige and a lot of awards consideration, and and then a lot of, like, like buzzy pop culture uh, reaction with right. stuff like Stranger Things, and I think that's ultimately... You know what's uh, what's been the the best benefit for them as a company. Um, so there was a there was a list of um, unless anyone had anything else they wanted to talk about about the uh, financials. No, about, no, uh, I mean there's never understanding. Um, so, but anyway, there was a list of the uh, the Netflix original series ranked worst to best. Yes, oh. I, was looking at that. I have that up, and um, wanted to kind of talk about that. Let's see, do it. see what you guys thought. <laughs> So this this uh, this article from Screen Rant was written on uh, back in June and end of June, and uh, so at that point there were 27 original series of Netflix that they that they ranked. I don't think they're including like the ones that they bought the rights to okay. to distribute. Stuff that's already been like out. And, yeah, and and uh, yeah, and I think I don't think they include a lot of the kids stuff too. Mm-hmm. But you know the main the mainstream things that the stuff that people actually care right. about. Right. So <laughs> the last one on the list is Real Rob, the Rob Schneider series. Oh which, God, I didn't even. Has anyone seen it? No. Well, we'll never know because Netflix doesn't release any numbers. That's that's one of their big things. Oh, I just don't have any of us watched it. Oh no, no. Right, no. What are you? What crazy? do you mean they don't release their numbers? Like they don't release so they, they ratings. Don't, they don't have the transparency that every other network the Nielsen has. Nielsen ratings and stuff. Oh, yeah, because okay. they're 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 they they're, they don't have to kowtow to the Nielsen because. Right. There's no advertisers. There's no none of that. So they're kind of their own private company in that way, and they can keep everything private, and they don't have to share. And I was wondering, like, why is that? Like, because uh, they don't want to get you know, if, if a show of theirs doesn't do well, are they afraid it's going to hurt their yeah. brand? Yeah, they don't that, that to... people are be like, oh, I don't take that. I don't take Netflix seriously anymore. And I'm sure it's a lot of it is kind of smoke and mirrors, like you know. You, you don't you get know. A, yeah, you get that four-star rating and then a five-star, and that's it. That's so they'll just video. talk about, like, what's the most popular thing on Netflix rather than mm-hmm. saying, like, right. why, right. How, like, how that is. So. Ridiculous okay. 6 was popular on there, like, for so long. It was on, like, the thing. But, yeah. Of course, it's them just putting it there. Yeah, but, sure, but, sure. but at the same time, I guarantee you that millions of people watched it. Right, right, right. 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 But, yeah, like, a show like Real Rob, I'm sure not a lot of people watch that. And if they had released the numbers on that and said, like, oh... The ratings were, you know, watch yeah, this. And, and, and people would be like, "Dude, what the fuck is Netflix <laughs> doing over there?" Rob Schneider is Rob Schneider. <laughs> um, number twenty-six, The Ranch, starring Ashton Kutcher. Um, oh yeah, I keep seeing that every time I pass by. Not every, not every show they bring in has got to be a single cam, right? Whatever. Look, they are trying. They want to be a company that caters to every audience possible. And right. there is an audience that likes to watch single cam comedies. And I don't know if they Kutcher. I don't know if they know how to I don't know if that audience knows how to access Netflix like yeah. through their right. Apple TV or their smart TV or whatever. I think that that multicam audience is probably skews a little older, but uh, but for them, you know, there is the ranch, which I guess they want to watch, you know, if they like two and a half men with Ashton Kutcher, they'll probably like the ranch. Gross. Uh, Fuller House, which so one of the other big parts of Netflix's strategy has been capitalizing on nostalgia, mm-hmm. right? And that's become very evident in the last couple of years with Fuller House, with this Gilmore Girls thing, and especially with Stranger Things, which mm-hmm. obviously is an original idea, idea, but rooted in nostalgia that we all 90s, love, yeah. and you know, from Stephen King books to old Steven Spielberg movies. Mm-hmm. To you know what have you, and so they they've really kind of carved a nice little niche out, capitalizing on uh, on on that nostalgia factor. Although apparently whoever reviewed this didn't really like. Yeah, it. like look, Fuller House is fine, man. Did you watch it? I yeah. didn't watch it. Yeah, it's ex- it's it's what it is. I mean, it is one hundred percent exactly what it is. And anyone who goes and watches that and is like, oh my god, it's terrible. I can't believe that I like this. It's like, like go watch Full House. House. Like Full House was terrible. Did you really think they were gonna like go do like a like a really gritty and dark and like realistic Full House? Like no, they're gonna make you feel like you're watching the original, <laughs> you idiot. Yeah, it's supposed to be kind of a sappy like. Yeah. Little family, like, family comedy. Oh, God. Uh, Hemlock Grove. That was one I tried to watch. You did like, I thought you did. No, I did not like it. But I, I hate everything Eli Roth puts his 
grimy little hands on. Didn't he have another show on Netflix too, or just one? I don't think he has another one, but no. Uh, this one you were talking about, like like werewolves and stuff. And yeah, that's Hemlock Grove. That's this. Yeah, and it wasn't so hot. No, but you know, I'll give I'll give uh, Netflix a, a little bit of a pass on that because it was like one of their earlier ones. I'm sure they were kind of working the kinks out. It came out, I think, around the first season of. I mean, it got three seasons. Yeah, but I mean, everything gets a second season on Netflix. Like, it, literally, I don't think they have had a show that's only gone one season. Yeah. Like, I, right. I mean... Real Rob, it, it would be the exception. No, I mean, yeah, Real Rob might be the exception. <laughs> but I feel like they... And it's kind of nice that they give their their series a chance to find an audience. And, they, you know, a lot of times you can't do that in one ten episode. What if Netflix seasons. is just run by, like, a giant, like... Like machine, like just a computer. Like there's no. Yeah, very well, might be. Like bleep, blurb, programming. <laughs> like, this is funny. <laughs> that's anyway. a that's a that's a that's a distinct possibility. <laughs> Definitely. Um, uh, F is for family. Uh, that's the Bill Burr animated show. Oh, I checked it out. It was it was fine. It was all right. No, Bill Burr was involved with it. Interesting. Uh, Lady Dynamite. This is the Maria Bamford Ugh. comedy show. I. Hated. I hate Maria Bamford, so I, I can't. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of hers either, and I just, this was, I get what they were trying to do with, you know, she's obviously kind of like crazy and erratic, yeah, oh, and the show kind of mirrors her crazy, no. erratic personality, no, thank you. and it's a little too much for me. Yeah. Um, the characters, I don't even know what that is, so we'll just bypass that. Meh. Club de Cuervos, that doesn't appeal to us because we are Americans. <laughs> I didn't hurt. Oh that. fuck! Can we talk about Flaked? The How Will bad Arnett, is that? Uh, the Will Arnett vanity piece. Oh, he's such no. a douche in it. He's such a douche in it. Is he and supposed to be a douche in it? He is, but I, but I, he seems like he seems like he's playing the Will Arnett douchebag that we probably all think he is in real life. Okay. Yeah. And and he's just it's so self indulgent. And it's, uh... It's 2LA. It's, it's, ugh. It's the worst there. parts of LA. It's, oh, it's, boy. Okay, yeah, no thanks. Yeah, it seems like it could be, like, a Sofia Coppola. Ugh. Um, except, except without any of the artsiness of hers. It's just kind of like... But her artsiness is so fartsy. I agree. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we all talked know. about Everyone knows how to about it. Sense8 was another one I couldn't get into. I tried to watch the pilot. Too much going on. Too many characters. I don't need too many people to I didn't care about the Wachowskis anymore. Yeah, and the, I'm, I'm knowing them too. Okay, Voltron. So I haven't watched it, but I've heard it's good. Okay, I think I need I was, to. I was hoping you were going to be able to contribute something a little bit God more on that, but it's fun. It's on. It's on there. I just, I just haven't been in the mood to watch an animated show. I, I do apologize. Okay, I've only watched you know Stranger Things seventeen or eighteen. <laughs> Sorry. Just hoping each time you you type it into the search that it's gonna like, season two. Yeah, or I like I get pulled into the world and I can help those kids. <laughs> it opens the portal. Yeah, I get, you can I get go to go to the yeah. upside down. Yeah. Uh, with Bob and David, and I didn't see it. I was kind of disappointed. I'm not gonna lie. It was definitely not Mr. Show, but okay. Uh, Marco Polo. So that's Netflix trying to get into the period piece. Big, I've heard. I've heard this is very good too. I've heard great things about it, and yeah, I, keep, I have I've been, keep being told to watch it, but I just. Again, I'm watching Sometimes 30 Rock for the fifth time. Sometimes it's very hard to get you got to really get up for it. Especially if you, like, know... There, I mean, there's, what, 13, 14 episodes an hour long. you got to really... Yeah, uh, invest. It's an investment. Yeah, you know? And, and I just want to watch something that I already know. Same reason I haven't watched The Wire up to this point. Uh, I The Wire's not for me. I've never watched it. I watched three episodes once, and I was like... I have zero knowledge of this world. I'm not a drug dealer, nor am I a drug addict. Yeah. I, I'm not a cop. I don't speak in Baltimorean accent. I just... I don't have that I literally I have zero attachment to this world. I'm like, I don't... I, I, I have tried. People are like, it's so good. Ryan Murray loves The Wire beyond oh, life yeah. itself. And I was like, sorry, he, dude. It doesn't speak would. to me at all. Like, just I'm sorry. So I'm sure the dude's like, it's the best. But it's it's not for me. It's not, it's not my show. Get <laughs> Doesn't make it bad. Doesn't make it bad. It's just not mine. <laughs> Jeff just mysteriously disappears from the podcast. <laughs> Come um, out your life, Justin. <laughs> um, all right. Did we? What? We just Bojack Horseman. I think is next. Oh, oh yeah, Bojack. I tried. Oh, sorry, we skipped. We skipped, uh, we skipped Marseille, which is um, Marseille. Fat Come on, man. Gerard Depardieu. Goddamn culture. Ooh, you? Gerard like if this is him trying to be like real, all I want to see is him drinking wine and being drunk. And all I want to see him in is my father's <laughs> here. I was going to say, <laughs> all I want to see him is singing Thank Heaven for Little Girls. Thank Heaven. <laughs> to me, that's still one of the funniest scenes I love in it. a movie so much. ever. Um, uh, yeah, Bojack, I, you know, I... Uh, I tried. I tried. 
I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's great to some people. It seems but like an Adult Swim show. Like it doesn't need. Well, it, it's, no, it's it, the it Rick wants and to thing. be. It wants to be an Adult Swim show, but it's not like clever enough. I don't think. Like, I guess not, people I seem know. to love it, but I mean, those people may be stupid. I mean, I, I'm also in the minority on Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I'm not a fan. of It's it. not great. I liked the first season. We tried to watch the second season. I didn't like it. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just it's not a show into that silliness. It's a show I've watched out of morbid curiosity and sheer boredom. Like, it's not something I'm like, oh, it's on, or like, it's finally up, like, I gotta watch it. It's just like, oh, okay. Yeah. There's some funny parts, but yeah. nah. Yeah. Um, Grace and Frankie, uh, I'm not a six-year-old woman in menopause, so I'm not gonna watch that. Exactly. Get ready, though, Nazi. Oh, you, got, you got about, like, uh, 25 years till you you can watch Grace and Frankie. Oh, good, I can't wait. <laughs> Another reason I can't wait to be an old fucking woman. All right, how about Wet Hot American Summer First Day at Camp? Well, of course. Yeah. It was not good. It, it was, wasn't good, right? It, it, was, it was like, it was okay. It was, it was okay, fine. but it was, but I don't know. I, I, What's his name? was so fat. I just, I oh my God, what happened? To my, did Michael Showalter eat Michael Showalter? <laughs> yeah. Did so. it come in Michael like, Showalter Square? Like, hey man, look, we're like going to do there. the show again. We need, like, really like hope that you can kind of like... <laughs> Tighten, oh, tighten, tighten, it tighten it up a little bit. He's like, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> like, man. But, like, no one... Uh, that should have been a joke in the show, and right. it wasn't. Like, they everyone should have at least... looks so good. The same. Looks the same everyone looks part. exactly the same. And, right. Just, and, and for me, the reason it wasn't that good is because that movie is such a cult classic and so fucking funny. Yeah. That I ha- and, and these guys... This group of individuals from these from these movies or whatever this movie have all been consistently funny since then. Right. So I expected just a high caliber, you know, it's programming. It's, it's so, you, you can't recreate something that was a moment in time. Like it's so hard to do, and and I guess, try to do something different or new. It's yeah. But, I, I just it was it was fine. It yeah, wasn't it was great. Fine. It, was, it was disappointing. It, to hear what you were getting that is pretty cool. Yeah. It, it is cool. It is one of those, like, I, I ultimately feel like it's one of those capitalizing on nostalgia that didn't really work. Yeah. Um, like, I get it, and I'm glad that, like, they went for it. Uh, it doesn't sully the the, the image the movie, of the first yeah. movie for me or anything, which right. is good. Because I, I almost forgot that it even came out. Right, yeah. right. But ultimately, like, I was kind of like, oh, yeah. It would just, you know, you kind of, yeah. even though you don't want to, like, have too high of expectations, I kind of did. did. Yeah. I was and so excited. I ultimately, when I was like, yeah. But, um, I've did, seen this. Love? Love. Yeah. I liked Good. it. I actually thought, I, I didn't think I was going to like it because I thought, like, ah, fuck. More Apatow bullshit. But well, is it Apatow? Yeah. Pro- he produces it, yeah. But yeah. it really works and it. It's really funny. Like, yeah. both of the characters, their arcs are great. And, and yeah, yeah, I dug it. Long, I mean, I'm, like, really excited for this next season. And, and uh, Me as well. Me as well. Um, Master of None, which has been kind of their big breakout, breakout comedy. It was fine. Comedy. I thought it was fine. Yeah, I thought there were some episodes that were really good. Yeah. yeah. But then they were they were balanced out with ones that were very forgettable. In there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is has that shade of, and obviously it's because he's a comedian, but definitely has that shade of Louie where yeah. the episodes... It's, it's trying very it's hard. It's trying. Yeah. It, you know, they don't follow like the standard form of what a show has to hit, you know, like in the arcs and the, and, and the plots. So it, it, sometimes story is there and then it's not. Yeah, it's but. it's it's basically Louis for millennials. Like it's trying to capitalize on that. And I will say, like speaking of the Emmys tonight, as much as I thought the show was okay, Aziz Ansari, best actor. Oh, really? I didn't know he no, was nominated. No, I, I don't. I don't think so. No, sir. I don't think he should I, be best actor. I don't, I don't think. <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. <laughs> but it's a Sit good down. show, and I thank love, you. But no, I love that his parents are his parents. Yeah, in the show. Oh, that's great. That's They're the best cute. part of the show. Yeah, I was, yeah, they are the best part of the show. Hands <laughs> down, exactly, like without a doubt. I don't know. They're hilarious. Oh, well, no, I'm I, I'll, I'll give them that. We know why you don't like. Yeah, yeah. You don't think. That. But um, but I think they're funny. His dad's adorable. Yeah, yeah. his dad's very funny. Such the mom nice is not man. so much, but yeah. Yeah. All right, coming to number seven, Bloodline, which uh, I, never saw it. I, I can't hear I, good things. I hear about. good things. I can't watch it because I need Coach Chandler to be Coach Chandler. Yeah, that's sorry. <laughs> that's all you can. I mean, that's that's just me. I, I mean, I that's just, why it's just not a yeah. successful show. Uh, number six, Daredevil. Very good. I haven't Excellent. seen second season yet. Have you watched second season? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. John Bernthal as a Punisher, awesome. Yes, oh, I love him so. Much. He looks pretty badass. He's he? super badass. He, 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 Best he, casting of the Punisher yet. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, nice. he's awesome. Watch out, Dolph Lundgren. Um, Charlie Cox, <laughs> I feel like was made to play this role. 
I just feel like he's just excellent. He's I, great. He's just a really good actor, really solid, and it's a good movie. Foggy's a pain in the ass, but whatever. You know, <laughs> oh, you're going to have one wet guy? nap in your yeah. quest to become a you know the, the ginger guy from uh, was he in Idle Hands? Is that what he was in? He's in every. He was like in a he's, lot of eighties. He's every. Was he in Can't Hardly Wait too? Or am I thinking of a different? No, guy? you're thinking of the Shermanator. But, but he is in Idle no, Hands. No, no, oh, oh, okay. One of the two nerdy guys. But one of the two. Like, oh. The, the, the X-Files guy? Yeah. Oh, shit. Was, was he? Was I don't know. No, no. I am. I get it. I get it. What's stuff? his name from Mighty Ducks? That's oh, right. That's, that's where I'm thinking yeah. I'm from. And, but he's right. done a lot, a lot of movies where he's the He's knuckle friend. puck time guy. No, no, no. No, he's just the big guy who fights everybody and has a big That's right. That's right. Um, all right, number five, Jessica Jones. Very good. Very good. Yeah, I was. I was. Has very, that had a second season yet? Not yet. No? Not yet. Okay. They're making it right now, but uh, they're making that, and they're also doing um, the first season. Luke of Cage. Luke Cage was supposed to be bad. It's, yeah, it's been getting great reviews. That's the black guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, and I, I hate Kristen again, Ritter, and I, I thought she was really good. In this. Again, I yeah, like she her did this same thing, and I know this number four. I know this show is amazing. Uh-huh. I hear great things, but I don't think this show is for me. Oh, it's so good. See what I mean? But what like, show? Narcos? I, oh, Narcos? I haven't watched, I haven't watched the second my, season My yet. brother and my mom have watched The first it, so season really is good. so good. But I don't... But don't watch it if you're sleepy, because it's a lot of subtitles. Oh. Uh, so prepare yourself for that. But it's really good. And the dude who plays Escobar, amazing. Really? All right, now number three... I'm not into this genre, but I get people that really dig it. Making a murderer. I haven't oh. seen it yet. I just, I just haven't. I think I, I, I just, I don't. It's compelling. Is it? It is very. That's compelling. what I hear. I'm just like I, I like true crime. I like. I lo- oh my god! I know. I'm just not interested in those things at it's, all. It's fascinating. The night of, I was interested in because it was a scripted version of one of those things. And that's why, like, I was into that. But but both the Jinx and Making a Murder. Play they're well done documentaries where it is it isn't boring. Yeah, like yeah. it's not like those boring documentaries. They, they had to go in and like, did he do it? No, he didn't do it. Wait, did maybe he did do no, it? No, that's how they are. Yeah, yeah no, that's I why mean, it's that's, good. I would hope so. I yeah, mean, I, I like, feel like that's how it happened. And, and making so a murderer, just this cast of characters, which are all real people, right. but they 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 play like such fucking made-up characters. Like, they can't be real. Yeah. So, like, I, I highly recommend it. Yeah. It's, it's, again, you know, a lot... It's a commitment. It's, what, 10 episodes? Um, or, I don't know, 13? I don't remember, but... So, I just did it on a whim because I was, like... It was around the same time I was watching The Night Up. So, uh-huh. I was like, oh, I'm kind of in this... In my oh, yeah, program. you were in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I really wanted to hate humanity You went, you went as much full as lawyer. You went yeah. full lawyer in your TV I wanted watching. to really, really hate the justice system as much as possible, and so I watched yeah. it. But I highly recommend it. Which you it. would think would have already happened oh, by, I already by being a lawyer, yeah. Absolutely, but this just validated it. <laughs> um, uh, and number two, number one, no big surprise, Orange is the New Black, House of Cards. Which Two we, shows that I think have both fallen off in recent. Oh, seasons. so this didn't didn't even take yeah. things into account. No, I think this came out before Stranger new. Things, or like right Stranger before. Things would be at number one. Now. Yeah, it like should. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, I I, I like watched yeah. the first episode of the new season of Orange is the New Black and was like, I don't care about these people. I anymore. stopped it's, watching it last season. I couldn't, and even then, I hate watched it the entire last season. Yeah, it's fine. It's it it definitely bounced back from last season. I didn't like season three where she's with the whole panty thing and oh, developing yeah, yeah, that. So bad. It, like it, it, but it's they were like, okay, we have to give her an arc. It's really what the whole thing was about. Like we have to make her get really involved into the. the Lifestyle of being an inmate, and then we have to kind of try to bring her back. It's really the only purpose of it at all, and it's so transparent, and it gets kind of annoying. And I'm glad at the beginning of this this season, they did, I think they knew that it was like too much. Yeah. And by the, by, like the second or third episode of the new season, they're like, it's it's over. Okay. She's the way she was. I'm like, thank fucking god. What a waste of time that yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what it like. That's all I feel whenever I watch a show. I'm like, this was a waste of my time. Like, it just it's frustrating to watch. The characters are really obnoxious. Like, and, and what really bugs me about the show me. is that they felt the need to have to start servicing like everyone. Giving yeah, them all now they did. Lines. Yeah, but now like, everyone's getting back to little characters. Man. And you're like, 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 I, I don't yeah, care I don't about care. these people. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I really don't care about Piper, and I wish she would just be killed off in the show. The oh, main main Piper, oh, yeah. the worst. How long was she supposed to be in jail? Well, that's the whole thing. Like, she would have probably been out already. Like, yeah, four years. But, now but I guess well, doesn't the maybe that's because time, time is different. So I was going to say they, the they show can, doesn't. They like can it focus just on picks any, up like right, right where it left off. The right. Next yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. But still, like, just get out of jail already. Like, yeah. Who cares? Gosh. <laughs> 
Um, all right, let's. Uh, I think we've about covered everything on Netflix. Should we talk yeah. about the Do Over? Let's talk. Starring let's talk Adam about Sandler and David Spade. Yes. So. We uh, did. We reviewed Ridiculous Six on this. We podcast, sure did. Right? I think we're going to inevitably end up reviewing all of Adam Sandler's movies. Well, we're nothing if not consistent, right? Yes. Uh, so uh, Adam Sandler, uh, two years ago, I believe, signed an exclusive deal with Netflix, and Netflix would produce and distribute his next four, four movies. movies. Yeah. And did uh, the cobbler is the cobbler part no, of that? No, that oh, came out that? right before. Oh, it did okay. That yeah. was something else. And so the, the first of which was the Ridiculous <laughs> Six. horrible movie before yeah. this. Don't worry. The first of which was The Ridiculous Six, which was his ode to uh, Blazing Saddles, I guess, but it was like a Magnificent Seven pick. Yeah, we don't know. It was all terrible. and It was bad. The Do-Over is his second film of his quadrilogy. <laughs> quadrilogy. Quadrilogy. Uh, and it is a very different movie in the sense to where it's not a genre piece. It's just a uh, comedy. It's a, it's a straight down-the-middle comedy. Yeah. And it's pretty funny. Okay. Pretty, <laughs> go with that. Pretty funny. I mean, a lot of things. Put it this way. I chuckled a few times in the movie. Uh-huh. It's watchable. No, no. It, it definitely had some funny moments. It was the... Okay, put it this way. It's the first time in a long time where I kind of was watching Adam Sandler make jokes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it felt a little like old Adam Sandler. That's, That's what, what I did. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. like, like the sausage the thing. And yeah. I was like, oh, he's almost there. He's yeah. like, he's inside. He, he had shades of like Billy Madison. Yes. He had, like, he would even deliver like... All right, so spoiler alert! At the end, when his when his mom shows up with her big oh, saggy titties, so and, and he even does like the Billy Madison, oh, he's like, "Oh, that's disgusting!" Yeah, yeah. And you're like, "Oh, there yeah. he is! Yeah, he's yeah. still there under all that <laughs> shitty movie making." Yeah. Um, yeah. Now I will say, it did have nice little glimmers of that. Unfortunately, so much of the story was just so like. Ugh. Well, at least they tried to have a story. Yeah. All right. Let's let's tell people what the story is, shall we? Okay. Okay. So, um, Adam Sandler plays, uh, what's his character's name? Max. Max. And he runs into his high school buddy. Charlie. They're at their high school reunion. At their high school reunion, played by David Spade. And uh, David Spade's life has gone down... of rut. He's a, he's in a he's been in a twenty five year rut where he's like right. has the same job. He, he works married. he works at a bank in a supermarket. Yeah. and everyone thinks he works at the supermarket, which I thought was kind of funny to have <laughs> him work at one of those supermarket yeah. banks. Um, but and uh, but yeah, he he married the chick he was in love with in high school, but she's she, a slutty, she's a like slut, trash. and is you know, still Florida banging the, the jock from from high school, and you know treats him like a doormat, walks all over him. He, yeah, he basically hates his life, and he runs into Max, who is, you know, the guy he, like, his best buddy from high school, and Max is, like, taking ass, er, taking ass. <laughs> He's kicking ass and taking names. He is, you know, he works for the FBI. He's like traveling all around the world. He's doing, he's doing everything that that Charlie wishes he could be doing in his life. And you know, he basically says, like, man, if I could just, you know, just have another chance, do life. over everything, yeah. it would be, I, I would do it totally different. And so he he goes to hang out with Charlie or to with Max. Max shows him a great time. They party. They live it up like old times. On a boat, like, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, the boat that the yacht they're on blows up. Yeah. And you see uh, Max is taking Charlie on a boat, and he's drugged him, and he passes out. He wakes up the next day, and Max goes, hey, guess what? Like, I just faked both of our deaths. Now we both have a chance to start over. And it turns out that all that Max was saying about being an FBI agent and all this stuff... It's all bullshit. ...was all bullshit. And so he's, like, maxed out his credit cards with cash advances. And he's got all his money. And I'm like, let's just go do whatever we want for the rest of our lives and fuck our old lives. And, of course, David Spade's character is like, I can't do that. And <laughs> sounded like that. That was pretty good, right? And, um... And then they're... Uh, the identities that they the take The identity, on, yeah. So that, that's, that's, that's how the rest, the rest of the plot jumps off from there, where it's the identities that they have took taken. off bodies, which it turns out Max's real job is as a coroner in the city coroner's office, that a couple bodies came in, and he was like, yeah, nobody claimed them after a week. I'm just going to take these dudes' identities. And, or so we think. Or so we think. Right. And uh, then it's one twist and turn after another... Oh, and then... Too many twists and turns. Oh, and then we drop a bombshell that uh, Max 
has terminal cancer. Right. So happen. the real he's not the coroner. He's a guidance, uh, guidance counselor. counselor, and he has cancer, and he has a family, and all of this. Right. And He'd been so. He, so the guy, the bodies that are brought in were actually uh, one's a doctor, and one's his quote unquote lover, um, who run this facility that was found a new cancer like treatment that was actually trials. working. The clinical trial was actually working, but... Even hearing, even hearing both of us recounted, like, the plot is so contrived. But yeah, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. That's, well, I mean, that's pretty much it. And so yeah. now... Uh, oh, that's it? Well, he's trying... That's the whole plot? <laughs> Adam Sandler's trying to get, like, the formula or uh-huh. the treatment so he can live or something along those lines or other people can live, at least so it can be... So that the there is a cure for cancer. So there's a cure. Yeah. So... As they are doing this, they run into Paul Patton, who is awesome. hot. hot, real hot, real hot. But she real plays, bad. she plays Heather, and one of the dead guys, doc, the doctor uh, who, who was murdered. This is her wife, his wife, uh, and um, she gets involved with everything, and they think that she's coming to help them and unravel the mystery. But spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! She's actually the one who had her husband murdered because yeah. he was going to take the. Because he, he wasn't was going to, he, he was good. Yeah, he was going to give it. Just out for free, to, for free, oh. rather than having. She's a gold digging. She's a gold digging, cunt, cunt, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Right. So, okay. But can I say that Catherine Hahn is wasted in this movie more than anything in the world? Oh yeah. Like, why is she even in this movie? She's yeah. like so. Catherine Hahn plays. Uh, are so ridiculous. Becca, who is apparently we think Max's girlfriend, but it turns out it's actually his wife. But we only see this through like short. Crazy we, scenes we were of her popping up, yeah, and then when they finally have an interaction, it's not funny. No. It's serious, and right. then also the movie turns on edge, where it's like it's not a comedy anymore. Now it's a real life drama because you know you find out that Max has cancer and he has a child, and and now they really have to like try to like get this actual stuff. So yeah. the stakes are actually raised, and it does push the movie along, but the best you is- lose the comedy as it goes. Well, the right, worst, right. it's it's so contrived and it's so superficial, and I mean that in the sense that it's just like it's it's just on the surface, like nothing. Everything is just an introduction. Nothing ever delved into deeply no. enough to make it a very funny comedy. Or a serious enough drama. It just it's was just like stuff like further the plot. It just along. skated, yeah. It just skated on like the the first surface of the ice and like. <laughs> and twists and turns just for twist and turns sake. Yeah, they were like, yeah, it was just, and the twists and turns like immediately. Yeah. I was like, oh, Paula Patton did it. I was like, she killed his her. Well, the it. only. Yeah, I was I was along the ride for everything, but the only time that I really got frustrated was when we find out the audience finds out Paul Patton. Well, I'm sorry, Paul Patton like shows up. In the house and like everything comes unraveled where we know she's the bad person. Right. And then out of nowhere, David Spade shows up and he's like, I know like he's just like, I know you're bad. Yeah, how? Yeah. You're in love with her, like you slept with her, like yeah. you have you have no reason There's to no doubt her other than they needed something there. I was s- hoping, like, when she got off the phone, like, she didn't really get off the phone and heard her. Yeah. Like, I thought there was going to be some something. That's like all that. they needed. And yeah. it really frustrated me because, like, so up, so up until one, that... One moment where they left out a contrived, like, connected well, issue of a plot device. As bad as this bad or good as it may be, at least it kind of covered its bases of what a, you know, kind of how she goes. Yes. It just, it's just kind of... <laughs> let's talk about the, let's talk about the funny scenes. Let's at least talk about, like, a few okay. that are actually really funny. For me... Uh, the part where they're on the boat and the chicks are like flashing oh, yeah. his and then he flashes his di- like David Spade flashes his dick out and then like the girls are all laughing at him and they're fucking <laughs> <laughs> they should have flared him she gets like flared yeah, like right after yeah, like, without even missing a beat he's just like oh, <laughs> fuck you <laughs> by the way the soundtrack during that whole montage was so bad. And the whole I was gonna that was the whole movie the things was I was really gonna talk bad. about was the soundtrack. Was there a soundtrack? Full, like, well, whoever yeah. the musical like uh, they didn't have any money for that music. No, they really. It's all library. It's so bad. That's it's what like it sounded like. Weird country just, music. Yeah, it was all and, like weird, like like, like Jimmy to. Buffett, like rip off. It was bands. Horrible. The the scene uh, of Adam Sandler and the biker, like when he's hanging out the door. Oh yeah, he's like giving it to him. They're all just like, what the fuck? And then he's like, just come? He's coming in the air. That was pretty funny. The part where uh, (laughs) David Spade just smells the the key and then, like, learns that it came out of someone's ass and he just projectile vomits. (laughs) (laughs) It just goes right back to the Yeah, just like a quick, perfect vomit scene. Like, those were old. That's definitely, like, old Sandler, like, at Mm -hmm. its best. Yeah, no, for sure. I Um, do miss that. I like Nick Swarson getting fucking hit by the car. Oh, 
every just time. like Nick, Nick Swartzen. But that Anytime was a waste of Nick Swartzen. I agree. It was a total waste Nick of Nick They could have gotten so better. somebody else that to play a part in like yeah. But didn't the same thing happen to him in Video 6? Well, they need the glutton for punishment in that movie, too? But he was like a funnier character, I feel like, because he was just like... Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. He had, like, more I like, acting. I like know. that Adam Sandler puts him in his movies to, like, give him work. But, yeah. like, he could have been... He could have been the assassin. Well, Louis, like, he could have been the Louis Guzman is wasted for the... Oh, but he's for the... She's so sweaty disgusting. Sweaty ball. Oh, it was so pretty funny, though. Yeah. yeah. That, that was pretty Because so you didn't think it was, like... I was, you, like you knew the threesome was going to happen. And you didn't know it was going to be presented as such. <laughs> no. And, and to me, it's funny. funny. That was... Stop staring at me. It was funnier than the sweaty ball thing. You're like, all right. so yeah. But like the fact that Louise Guzman just sitting there, like, like humping with yeah. like big fat so belly, like, hey, you gotta stop staring at me. <laughs> and David Smith's like right across, he's like, where else am I supposed to look? And like the creepy dude, like writing the notes, <laughs> shadowing him. That was funny, yeah. yeah. Um, so it, those it, were it, all old, definitely old Sandler. Yeah, for sticks. sure. And it, it had it had some very interesting cameos, chiefly the, uh, the, the, the villains from. The main, uh, one of the main Germans from Die Hard as the main. No, that's not him. That's what Justin thought too. That guy's been dead for years, you guys. No, he's in. No, he's the nihilist from uh, Lebowski. Really? Yeah, but he's not the main bad guy in in uh, uh, Die Hard. That guy died a long time ago. The oh. from the money pit and and from. So when in uh, what's that really bad Judd Apatow uh, Adam Sandler movie where he's dying? Funny people. Yeah, no. the one who plays his doctor in that is the same guy who's in this movie, right? But uh, it's not. Let's... I didn't see Funny People, so let's see. But I'm telling you, it's not the same guy. That that German dude. Torsten Vogues. Is... That's who we're looking at here. He's not even German. He's like uh, probably like um, Scandinavian Dutch or, or something. Yeah. yeah, he's from. She's right. Big Lebowski. She's not the nihilist. Oh um, yeah, it is the same guy. That Dr. Lars, funny people. So he's the... But she cut off her toe. Yeah, that one. Okay. It's not fair. It's not fair. We, I, I cut you. I cut you. Okay. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, uh, so anyway, that guy's in it. Right. Michael Chiklis pops up in the movie. Yeah, Chiklis is... Why oh, they ask Chiklis? so, like, so round yeah. that it was almost unrecognizable. He's getting back like, to, like, commish status. Yeah. I don't know why he was in the movie. Yeah, unnecessary. Yeah, Sean Astin as the. Oh, yeah, who was Sean Astin in the movie? He was the jock from the high the high school reunion. Oh. The dude, the dude that was porking. Oh my god, he was yeah. completely unrecognizable. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, what a good job. Yeah, he did good. He did a good job. Interesting. Um, I was trying. I thought that was. We thought it was Steve Zahn at first. But oh, it did, yeah. I thought it was too at yeah. first. He had that. Like I feel like we've seen him have that kind of shaggy yeah, hair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, but so there were definitely some interesting cameos stirred he, about. He like that's what Sandler does though, which I like. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Fine. I mean, except and I think, for I think he's James. a good dude, and yeah. I think people like want to be like, you know, like, yeah, I'll be in your movie. Like, I mean, yeah, um, I'm glad Kevin. I'll, I'll do it for scale. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, yeah, there was a lot of what, um, would, what would you rate this movie, Aaron? Let's get from 10? one. Yeah, I'll do one to ten. I would give it. I would give it like a solid five. Yeah, solid five. Okay. Yeah, maybe a six. Maybe a six. But definitely not any higher than a six. Okay. What would you rate it, Jeffrey? Probably five or six. Probably six. Six point five, maybe. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, hey, fancy pants. Yeah, yeah. I'd say about a five or six. Okay, so we're all the same. Okay, let's compare. What ridiculous six then would be like a two or a one? Oh, two. Two would be nice, I think. Two because of what Taylor Lautner was actually kind of funny. That's like a two for that. Oh, he was so noxious. I thought. I know. You know what I've noticed with Adam Sandler lately is I think I think he thinks gymnastics is like hilarious. Oh, that was. so unnecessary. Dumb. Yeah, yeah, like it was such a, a color he, of that character you didn't He's been need. using that for like, he did well, it, he it in the six, yeah. he did yeah. it in this. I think he's probably done it in other movies. Like, it's, it's just not funny. Darn funny. No, yeah. No. I, but he didn't write this movie. I'm not no. Sure. No, he didn't. Yeah. yeah. But I'm sure whoever wrote it, like, he's wrote like, oh, it you're, for that. You're putting like, in a yeah, gymnastic yeah. scene right here. Yeah, so. Other than that, it was fine. I think. I think. I, and I like David Spade. I thought he was pretty funny. As this, yeah, as this yeah. Guy it's guy nice is. to see him like back and you know maybe miss like the days of uh, Tommy Boy and yeah. Black Sheep and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think he can do more. I think he was. I'm glad. Yeah, he's think, a little shortchanged. In the yeah, movie. like I think he had more uh, comedic chops than he was granted. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you know, oh well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, he he kind of felt like more. he was doing similar type of character. He was doing the role from those Farley movies. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, 
But, uh, yeah, I mean, look, it was, what, it was an hour and a half, right? Yeah. It was pretty short. Pretty hour and 48 Hour and 48 yeah. Oh, wow, it was really that yeah. yeah. It didn't feel quite that long, but... Right, um, it wasn't it wasn't a chore to watch. I, I, I think that's the was, biggest, yeah, the biggest thing we could say about it. It was fine, it. it was fine. All right, so there you have it. That's what's our review of the do over. What's next for Sandler? Yeah, what's I don't know. I don't know, yeah. I hope he tackles a sci-fi movie. Yeah, check his IMDb, see if it's announced what the next movie is. Um, and we're not uh, we're not doing a wheel of misfortune because uh, next time on the podcast we're going to have uh, my friend Casey Nielsen who is a expert in the uh, works of ninja movie maker um, Godfrey Ho. So he's going to be on, and we're going to mm-hmm. talk. We're going to get some homework to watch some Godfrey Ho movies. Yeah, are, are we going to have a movie to review? Though? Are we going to watch one? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what it is yet. But it's a mystery. Oh, it's a mystery for everybody. I'd probably vote for Ninja Terminator because that's uh, that's my personal favorite of the Godfrey Ho saga. But he's also known for movies uh, in addition to Ninja Terminator, Project Ninja Daredevils, Ninja Destroyer, oh, okay. Ninja the Protector. Oh. So wait. Rage of Ninja. I was going to say. It's got to have Ninja in the title. Okay. That's, that's the rule, okay? Ninja Dragon. <laughs> so... Uh, these, are, these are like Merchant Ivory films, right? They're not... Absolutely. <laughs> they absolutely, are. yeah. Um, all right. Did we find out Adam I think, I think it, the next one that's the, the Netflix one is called Sandy Wexler. Sandy Wexler. Sandy Wexler. Adam Sandler is a talent manager working in Los Angeles in the 1990s, diligently representing a group of eccentric clients on the fringes of show business. His single-minded devotion is put to the test when he falls in love with his newest client, Courtney Clark. Clark a tremendously talented singer who he discovers at an amusement park. Over the next course of a decade, the two of them play out a star-crossed love story. Okay, so this I mean, is... This, this is this Kevin James, Terry... Kevin James, like Terry Crews... romantic comedy. Rob Schneider, Yeah, it's got the same Jennifer crew. Jennifer Hudson, Arsenio Hall. A lot, of, a lot of people. Okay. Colin Quinn, who just... Uh, whatever. Yeah, well, it's Happy Madison Productions. Yeah, so, so it'll is, be... This is it. Yeah, it is. Tim Hurley. Yeah, for sure. That's Sorry. his like, go-to writer. Interesting. Right. Fair yeah. enough. Um, all right, so with that being said, we're about out of time, so thank you guys for listening. Make sure to listen next time when we, uh, we'll have Casey on to talk about Godfrey Home movies. Talk about ninjas. Hey. <laughs> and uh, with that... Scooty Booty? Scooty Booty. Oh, we're Scooty Booty. Scooty Booty. Bye, everybody. Bye.